0: Hallelujah, hallelujah people, hallelujah, God is awesome, Father we thank you, you are just so awesome, thank you for your goodness, thank you for your mercy, thank you for the gift of the Holy Spirit in us, thank you for the word that you've given us, it's the word of life, And we have come this morning to fellowship with you, hallelujah, to fellowship with you. That's what we have come this morning. And we say, Blessed be your name, O God. We thank you for open heavens again. We thank you for open heavens again. We thank you for open heavens again. Hallelujah. Blessed be your name, O God. We give you all the glory and honor in jesus name we have worshipped hallelujah praise the lord praise the lord it's a time to contend it's a time to contend hallelujah god is so good he's so good he's so good i don't know i don't know how to just thank him he's so good to us He's just so amazing. He's just so loving. And we thank him for his inheritance, for the inheritance that we have in Christ Jesus. Are you hearing me clearly? Okay. We thank the Lord. It's a time to contend. We are contending for our mountains. Say, I'm contending for my mountain. Your mountain represents your inheritance. In this case, it is not an obstruction. It's not a hindrance. Some mountains can be a hindrance. But mountain here represents that inheritance that God has given you that is greater and bigger than you that impossibility that God wants you to dream about, that dream that is bigger and greater than you, that thing he wants you to birth, that position he wants you to take in life that is greater than you. How big is your dream? If your big dream is just enough for you that the hands of a man can do it, it's not good enough. It's not good enough the mountain represents your dream how big is it really a mountain that you know that if you climb the top of it and you can sit at the pinnacle of it then you know that it's only god that you can ascribe that glory to hallelujah praise the lord and so we're going to today i was going to talk about the mountains I've preached that message like I think six years ago, but God, the Holy Spirit, kind of shifted me a bit—not completely. He said I should give an overall view first, before we begin to take the mountains and know where you fall into and know how, and we will pray for those mountains because this is a time to contend. So, we're, we're going to look, take an overview. And we're going to look at this story deeply and get the principles from Caleb first about why he could boldly say, give me this mountain. And for us to go back and recognize what this mountain means to us. What does it mean to you? What is this mountain that you are going to ask God for? You're not just going to come out. We're not just going to come out and begin to pray and begin to say, Oh, give us this mountain. What is this mountain to you? What is this mountain to you? What does it really mean to you? Hallelujah. What does this mountain really mean to you? And so after this teaching, you go back and you go and think of what the mountain means for you. Praise the Lord. So let's look at Joshua 11, verse 23. Hallelujah. Let's look at Joshua eleven twenty-three. 23. So Joshua took the whole land according to all that the Lord had said to Moses. And Joshua gave it as an inheritance to Israel according to their divisions by their tribes. Then the land rested from war. Think we'll do without the music right now so that I can concentrate very well. So they, we saw that God gave them the land. They took the whole land. Joshua eleven twenty three, According to all, all that the Lord has said to Moses, the dimensions of the land. He said they took all the land. And Joshua now shared it the way God told him as an inheritance to Israel according to their divisions. Notice that this is Joshua 11. This is Joshua chapter 11. Then Joshua 13, verse 1. Now Joshua was old, advanced in years. And the Lord said to him, You are old, advanced in years, and there remains very much land yet to be possessed. <laughs> So in 11, they said he took the whole land. In chapter 11, they said he took the whole land. In chapter 13, verse 1, God said, Joshua, you are now too advanced in age. And yet, there's still a lot of land to be possessed. Was there a contradiction there? Is it that Joshua possessed the land? Thought he possessed the land, but didn't really possess everything? Or is it that he possessed the land and some of them were dispossessed? It's more likely the second one Praise the Lord. When you are given a land and you don't possess that land, the enemy will step in and take it over. If you don't take up the role that God has given you in life, the enemy will step in and take over. If you don't take hold of your inheritance that God has given you, the enemy will take over. Why? Because nature abhors a vacuum the same law we say in the spiritual in the natural realm is a law in the spirit realm that's why we, you remember the man that was um the man that was full of demons that they cast out the demons the and the demon went out and saw that the man had not put anything to replace it He just swept his house. The demon went back and brought seven demons greater than him and they were now seven. He didn't even bring only the ones that are like him. He brought the ones that are greater than him and they possessed the land. And they came and possessed the home. Spirit realm, as in physical realm, nature abhors a vacuum. So whatever God has given you that you don't take possession of, the enemy will come and take it over. If God has given us children as parents and we leave them alone and don't direct them, the enemy will step in and bring a negative influence and we find out that it's television and the media and social media that is now raising our children. The same with your health. God, if you don't fight for your health, The enemy will step in for sickness. He's giving us health. If you don't fight for it, that's why we say a time to contend. That's what all this is about. It's not that we're fighting for what we don't have. We're fighting to maintain what God has already given us and to take possession of the things that God has given us. If you don't fight for your health, the enemy will step in with sickness. If you don't fight for your wealth and provision, the enemy will come in and bring lack. Praise the Lord. And that is why, um, you know, the Bible would tell us in Ephesians 6 it's, um, and that is why we just have to fight. Praise the Lord. And what type of fight are we fighting? Is there still a fight after we've gotten an inheritance? Is there still a fight? Yes, there is still a fight. It's called the fight of faith. A fight to possess what is already yours. What is already yours. We see that fight every day in the natural realm. You buy a plot of land in this Lagos. If you don't quickly take possession of it, the landowners will go and repossess it. That is a standard thing. So many people I know have been fighting for a land that they paid landowners for, and they still have to go back. A lot of time it costs them more money. So the the, the rule of the day is possession. It's not that you are given. That you paid for it and it was paid for does not mean that you are occupying it or possessing it. So you buy this land and you don't possess it, you don't put a wall around it, you don't begin to look for a seal of o for it, you don't begin to occupy it, then the enemy will come back. The same person that you bought that land from, the same family you bought that land from can even go and sell it to somebody else. And you are now in a fight, a legal fight. For what is already yours that you you have papers and receipts for and that is the way it is with spiritual things that's what I want you to look at everything God says I have blessed you with all blessings in heavenly places in Christ Jesus I've given you everything that pertains to life and godliness just like he gave them the land and they left the land by the time Joshua was old some the enemy has come back and repossessed their land praise the Lord praise the Lord if you don't fight for what belongs to you. So a time for content is not a time to be fighting for what we don't have. It's a fight to take hold of what we already have. 1 Timothy 6 verse 12 says, Fight the good fight of faith. Lay hold on eternal life, to which you were also called and have confessed the good confession in the presence of many witnesses. He says, fight the good fight of faith. Lay hold on eternal life. Do you not already have interna- eternal life? He says, as many as received him. You know, he already gave that life. That for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. Is that not what? Did you not receive him? Did Jesus not, was not given for your sake? Did you not receive him? don't you have eternal life so why is the same why is the same paul telling us that we should fight the fight of faith and lay hold of eternal life take a hold of it take a hold of it lay hold of it take possession of it it's yours but you need to take possession of it hallelujah and the whole of warfare for us Christians the main Scripture that was taught about spiritual warfare was taught by Paul in Ephesians 6, 10 to 14. Let's look at the wordings of that scripture. He says, finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. He says, put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand, not to fight, to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against rulers of the darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavenly places. Therefore, take up the whole armor of God that you may be able to do what? We stand in the evil day. And having done all, to stand. Therefore, it says, stand therefore. So the whole issue here is to stand. How many times in this scripture was stand used? Four times. Stand. 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 Praise the Lord. Joshua 13 verse 6. We are still in Joshua. You remember 13 verse 1. God told Joshua, you're already very old and you're advanced in age. And there are still many lands to possess. Then verse six says, "All the inhabitants of the mountains, from Lebanon as far as the Brook Mists, Rephoth and all the Sidonians, them I will drive out from before the children of Israel. Only divide it by lot to Israel as an inheritance, as I have commanded you. So it was their inheritance. They've already received the inheritance. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. And so we now see, move on to Joshua fourteen. And look at Caleb, which is what we're contemplating, contending for our mountains, contending for those dreams that are bigger than us, contending for the inheritance that God has given us that might be greater, contending for those dreams that are bigger than us, you know. I've been considering a lot of things. And Mary is one person, one character in the New Testament that. You know, God has using been using her to teach me some things. And one day we will look at that as part of contending. You see, Mary was one person that God gave to birth something, to birth a vision that is bigger and greater than her. To birth the Messiah of the whole world, to birth God. Somebody whose destiny was greater and mightier than her, Hallelujah. But it's not Mary I'm dealing with today. But the same way, you have to understand, the same way that God is asking you to birth some things that are bigger than greater, that, that will live after you, that will surpass your life. Hallelujah. Those dreams that will stay on after you, you birth destiny that will live after you, that's what Mary did. She missed it in some parts, she got it some ways. And in those things, but let's look at Joshua. Let's look at Joshua trying to claim a mountain. you know what a mountain is? We're not talking about hills. We're talking about mountain. Know how rugged they are? You know how old they are? You know how the terrain is? When you watch movies, and I watch movies and they have to go on highlands, then you know that those of the enemies that are higher up have an advantage against those that are lower down. We will look at that next on, on Wednesday when I'm, I start talking about mountains. Praise the Lord. How those ahead have more advantage than those below in your particular mountain. But God can ask for the mountain. Praise the Lord. So let's look at Joshua. Joshua 14, 6 to 15. Then the children of Judah came to Joshua and Gilgal. And Caleb, the son of Jephunneh, the Kenazai, said to him, you know the word which the Lord said. Take note of that to Moses, the man of God concerning you and me in Kadesh Barnea. I was 40 years old when Moses, the servant of the Lord, sent me from Kadesh Benia to spy out the land. And I brought back word to him as it was in my heart. Nevertheless, my brethren who went out with me, made the heart of the people melt, but I wholly followed the Lord my God. So Moses swore on that day, saying, Surely the land where your foot has trodden shall be your inheritance and your children's forever, because you have wholly followed the Lord my God. And now, behold, the Lord has kept me alive, as he said, these forty-five years. Ever since the Lord spoke this word to Moses while Israel wandered in the wilderness. And now, here I am this day, 85 years old. As yet, I am as strong this day as on the day that Moses sent me. Just as my strength was then, so now is my strength for war. Both for going out and for coming in. Now, therefore, give me this mountain of which the Lord spoke in that day. For you heard in that day how the Anakim was there and that the cities were great and fortified. It may be that the Lord will be with me and I shall be able to drive them out, as the Lord said. And Joshua blessed him and gave Hebron to Caleb, the son of Jephunneh, as an inheritance. Hebron therefore became the inheritance of Caleb, the son of Jephunneh, the Kenazite, to this day because he wholly followed the Lord God of Israel. And the name of Hebron formerly was Kijath Abba. Abba was the greatest man among the Anakims, that's the giants. Then the land had rest from war. You know, the first thing we're going to look at is the word, the word. You know, when Caleb, came you see always know there's one key thing about your dreams that you have to realize let your dreams never be outside God's plan for his kingdom your dream can never be outside God's plan you see something already happened before then but Caleb was not that type some of the half tribe one and half tribe of Israel had decided they were not going to they were going to settle beyond outside jordan but that's not what god told them to do god told them to go cross the jordan and fight that was the land he gave them but some of them chose to dwell outside outside the plan of god Caleb here was asking for a mountain that was within the kingdom praise the lord and that's one thing i want you to take as a goal whatever your dreams are whatever how does it affect the kingdom in totality how does it affect the kingdom of god in totality that job you want to take how does it affect the kingdom that position you want to rise to how does it fit in with god's plan for his kingdom praise the lord think about that that is by the way. so let us look at it and, uh, and and go forward. Then Joshua said to Caleb said to Joshua he said you know the word which the Lord said. oh that is key because we're looking at an overview of how to possess your land, how to possess your mountain, how to take hold and contend for your mountain. We're looking at an overview of it, the word. He told Joshua, he said, you know the word which the Lord said. Caleb knew God's word. Many children of God don't know God's word. Do you know the promises of God for you? They know what the preachers are saying, but they don't know what God says. I'm talking to you right now. I'm talking to you, but I would rather have you that when you finish, you go back and you open your Bible. What is God saying? It's not what Rita is saying right now. What I'm saying is the truth because I have decided to preach the truth and nothing but the truth. But a lot of people will tell you things that are not in the Bible. But the thing is, you go back and check it yourself. What is God saying? Caleb knew what God was saying. You know the word. He was telling Joshua, you know the word which the Lord said. He knew. What do you know your inheritances? Do you know your even your basic inheritance, our general inheritance in Christ Jesus? Do you know what it is? Do you know what your rights are to be able to fight for them? Do you know that health is your right? It's your inheritance. Do you know that health is your inheritance? Do you know that you have all your needs supplied as your inheritance? Do you know that you have the wisdom of God as your inheritance? Do you know that you have an innumerable company of angels assisting you as your inheritance? What is the word of God saying? Find out for yourself. He told Joshua, you know, you know the word which the Lord said. And he went about and said concerning you and me. So he didn't just know what the word of God said. He knew the specific word of God for him. Do you know the specific word of God for your life? What is God saying? Which mountain is He telling you to climb? Is it the mountain of education? Is it of science and technology? Is it the mountain of business? Is it the, which mountains has God told you to occupy? What is that? What is the specific word of God concerning you? What is God specifically saying concerning you? what is the specific inheritance so you are, we are meant to know the general inheritance and we're meant to know the specific ones hallelujah and right now I, I would like us to pray because this is a time to contend this is a time to contend and i just want you to pray and begin to talk to god and say father that's why Paul said that prayer, he says that the eyes of our understanding may be enlightened. Don't, don't keep on, don't, ever stop praying that prayer for yourself. It's a prayer that you have to continue. Open my eyes to understand what you have freely given to me. The Bible says, eyes have not seen nor ears heard. Neither has entered into the heart of man what God has prepared for you. But the Bible tells us that he has revealed it to us by his spirit. So I want you to begin to pray right now and say, Father, open my eyes to see the specific things concerning me. In the name of Jesus, open my eyes to dream the dreams that you are putting into my heart in the name of Jesus. Open my eyes in the name of Jesus. You know one specific thing is that Caleb never, never had a dream in his heart till God sent him on an errand. And when he got there, that dream found him because he walked that, on that Hebron, on that mountain. And that is why God said, wherever the soles of his feet touch, he will give to him. So his dream found him. He didn't have a dream before, but when he was about his duty, his dream found him. And that's what I want you to I want to pray for you today. That your dream will find you. That God will make your dream find you in this season. You are not going to walk aimlessly, but you are going to walk. He's going to order your steps in the name of Jesus and order your steps into your dream. And so some of you keep on saying, I don't know what my purpose is. I don't know what my purpose. Your purpose will find you in the name of Jesus. As you go about your daily things uh, walking in step with what god has said with the things that you know about god living a holy life living a righteous life uh, walking in line with god's word i declare to you that your purpose will find you your dream will find you that big dream that is bigger than yourself it will find you in the mighty name of jesus That dream will find you. Some of you are uh, aiming too low. Some of you are not even aiming at all. Someone I know, a man of God I know says, if you aim at nothing, you will hit nothing. Some of you are aiming too low. The dream God has for you is a mountain. It's bigger and higher than you. It's only the hand of the the Lord that can take you and go there. And I declare to you, you will find it. That That the eyes of your understanding be enlightened. That you will find, you will find. Your dream or your dream will find you in Jesus' name. Praise the Lord. So what are our general inheritances in Christ? What are those things that God has promised us? Learn to lay hold of those ones first. Then you find out that it's easier to lay hold of the specific ones. Hallelujah. Ephesians 1. 3 to 8 says, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places in Christ. You have every spiritual blessing. Everything you need for life and godliness. Everything you need for uh, to live a holy life. Everything you need to prosper on this earth. Everything God says you have, he has given it to you. And that that blessing is with you. In the heavenly places is just another way of saying in the spirit realm. And that is where you are seated. That is your positioning. Remember, I've been talking to us about how we are interdimensional beings. We can go into the spirit realm and we can interact with the physical realm. We are able to move. So wherever you are is where the blessings are. The blessings are not afar from you. They are there. And what do you need to make them manifest? It is a simple principle of the kingdom of God. It's by your words. Internalize those things and begin to speak them out. And cause them the same way that God spoke the, th- the world into being. Is the same way that you're supposed to speak the inheritance that he has given you into being. We are meant to be creators like God hallelujah so he says we have every spirit blessing in heavenly places verse 4 says just as he chose us in him before the foundations of the world that we should be holy and without blame before him in the in love we, we looked at something about holiness earlier on you know and so you've been given everything to live a holy life praise the lord holiness is your inheritance to be blameless before god is your inheritance don't say it's too hard it's not hard it's not hard it's your inheritance. The same way you lay hold of your inheritance, the same way you lay hold of your prosperity, is the same way you lay hold of holiness. Hallelujah. Just begin to take it. Begin to live it. Begin to walk in it. In the name of Jesus. Because he says, "Is your inheritance. Verse 5. Having predestined us as, uh, to adoption as we your sons. <laughs> That's weos now. As full grown sons by Jesus Christ. The, the heirs. Those are the heirs of God. He has predestined you that you should become a, 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 a weos child. A, an heir of God. What does he mean to be an heir of God? To own the things that God. To share whatever God has. Hallelujah. That is big. That is big. What does God have? His holiness is righteousness. The heaven and earth belongs to him. The earth is his and the fullness thereof. The cattle on a thousand hills are his. Silver and gold belongs to him. And he says you are an heir, a full-grown heir of God. He predestined you. That's you already destined for that. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord having predestined us to adoption as sons by Jesus Christ to himself, according to the good pleasure of his will, to the place, praise and glory of his grace, by which he made us accepted in the beloved. You know, that translation will call it accepted, but it's more, more it means more favored. That's the better translation. He made us favored in the Lord, in the beloved, in Jesus. He made you favored. So favor is your inheritance. Jesus, the Bible talked about him that he has favor before God and he has favor before men. And that's what you have today. You have it. God made you favored in Christ. You are favored. The world cannot but favor you. People, kings, they said will carry you. There will be your nursing mothers. People that don't know you will nurture you. Why? Because you have favor. The favor of God is what will take you from, from the hill. He's the one that will take you from a donkey and make you you to sit with princes. You are favored. Are you claiming that inheritance? That is your mountain that you claim. You go somewhere and you start quarreling. They don't like me. That man doesn't like me. That my boss doesn't like me. What about your inheritance? People, what about your inheritance? Stop complaining. They don't like me. What about your inheritance in Christ? you are favored in the beloved. In him we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins, according to the riches of his grace, which he has made abound towards us in all wisdom and prudence. And so right now I want you by your words, begin to declare who you are in Christ Jesus. Begin to take hold of your inheritance. Begin to internalize it in the name of Jesus. Remember, this word stayed in the heart of Joshua. For these 40 years, he didn't leave. He said, it was in my heart this 40 years. It was in my heart as we trans- we walked about the wilderness. I didn't let go of this word in the name of Jesus. And so you're going to begin to dig down and begin in other tongues so that I begin to think of the inheritance that you have. An heir of God. Begin to internalize it. His wealth belongs to me. His glory is mine. His provision is mine. Everything he made is mine. He says, I'm an heir of God. I'm a joint heir with Christ. I am favored. I have the favor of God in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah, begin to internalize it, begin to speak in other tongues. Let those things be in your heart and let it never go away. Don't let it, it doesn't matter what you see on the outside. It doesn't matter what wilderness. Remember, Caleb walked that wilderness with the rest of the people for 40 years. But the promises of God never left him. He internalized the word. I want you to internalize that word. Merge it with your heart in the name of Jesus. Even when you wake up in, the, in a dark dream, you wake up and you begin to say, yes, I'm favored of God. I'm a child of God. In the consciousness of who you are, you have to internalize it. In the name of Jesus, internalize it. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord then he said i was 40 years old i was 40 years old <laughs> he remembered when he the age he was when that promise was given him and he remembers and he said i was 40 years old and it's like time stood still for him so even the time between the time the promise was given to him and the time he inherited the promise was a long time but he was still remembering praise the lord He says, I brought back word to him as it was in my heart. That word was in his heart. That's what I'm telling you. We've talked about that already. I've moved ahead and talked about it. He talked about it. What was in his heart? It had internalized itself in his heart. You see, the Bible tells us that we should internalize the word of God. God's word was in his heart before his body was experiencing the promise so the word of God has to be in your heart before you experience the word of God, the promises and the word of God. The word of God has to be in your heart first. The healing has to be in your heart first before you experience the healing. The favor has to be in your heart first before you experience the favor. The wealth has to be in your heart first before you experience the, the wealth. Am I making some sense to somebody? That's why I said internalize your promise. My my son, Proverbs 4.20 says, My son, give attention to my words. Incline your ear to my saying. Do not let them depart from your eyes. Keep them in the midst of your heart. Another translation will say, Let it penetrate deep down in your heart. For they are life to those who find them. And health to all their flesh. Your inheritance has to be in you before you can be in it. Hallelujah. That is awesome. That's a revelation you need to catch now. Your inheritance has to be in you before you can be in it. Your inheritance has to be on your inside. Before you are in your inheritance. Hallelujah. Nevertheless, my brethren who went with up with me made the heart of God people melt, but I wholly followed the Lord my God. Are you wholly following the Lord? Or is it today, this way, tomorrow, that way? Are you in line, direct line with what what God is saying? Stop going back and forth on the word of God. Today it's working, tomorrow it's not working. No, the word of God works. Holy, follow it with your heart. Even when it seems as it, it does, it's not working, it's working. That's why I like that song. He never stops working. Even when you don't feel it. The world is still working are you holy following the Lord are you wholly following the promise are you wholly following the word that he has get, given to you concerning your health concerning your family are you going back and forth today because you see something negative mind you we are not of them that walk by sight we walk by faith and what is faith faith lays hold on the promises of God and it's not shaken that's what really faith what faith means believe in the word of God and not shaken just complete and total Trust in the word of God, that's simple. You are not shaken by what you see. But most times, a lot of times, what we see, when they become negative, you remember that nothing is impossible. Whatever you see is subject to change. What does not change is the word of God. The word of God, it stands sure. It's secure. It must come to pass. It cannot return to God void. It must fulfill what he has called it to fulfill. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Are you wholly following God? He knew that he was not fighting for a new land. He said, surely the land where your foot has trodden, that's what Moses said to him, shall be your inheritance and your children forever because you have wholly followed the Lord. You're not fighting for a new inheritance. You're not, I've said that already. It's already yours. But he didn't have possession of it. And the interesting bit about this whole story Let's, let me tell you something. Joshua was there when Moses promised Caleb, Hebron, that mountain as his inheritance. But when Joshua shared the inheritance, Joshua did not give Caleb. He didn't say, I remember that Moses said, Hebron belongs to you because that's where you spied out. You would have thought that Joshua, the first thing Joshua would do is, oh, Caleb, my partner, you take this. I remember that Moses said it belongs to you, that God said it belongs to you, take it. But the things of God are not like that. Most times you have to contend for you the promise of God. Praise the Lord. And he remembered. He knew it was his, but it was not in his possession. And so what did he do? He asked for it and that's when he said give me this mountain give me this mountain what is your this mountain in quote what is your this mountain and he said something he said the lord kept me alive he kept me alive all these years he kept me alive he knew who kept him alive it was not because he was a strong man the lord kept him alive, and my prayer for you today is that God will keep you alive till you obtain your inheritance and beyond. You are not going to be of them that are going to die before you, you obtain your your purpose, or you obtain the promise. No, you will not die before that time. The Lord will keep you alive in the name of Jesus. I want you right now. Joshua said something to the children of Israel. He said, I place before you life and death. choose. So I want you right now to begin to choose life. Begin to choose life and begin to make that declaration and declare that I will not die before I fulfill my purpose. I will not die before I get my inheritance. God will keep me alive. He's the life in me. He is. It is in Him I live and move and have my being. In the name of Jesus, I am not being kept alive by drugs. I am not keep being kept alive by doctors. I am keep being kept alive by God. In the name of Jesus, and He will yet keep me alive. I'm strengthened can you pray that prayer for yourself strengthened day by day in the name of Jesus to obtain my promise in the mighty name of Jesus the Lord has kept me alive Oh, Sharaba, Santa, Namakoria, there's so much, there's so much. And remember, he said something, you know, there were still giants in that land. He said, God is with me, since God is with me. You see, I will continue on Wednesday with this. I don't think I want to go beyond this so that we can pray a bit. And he said something. And that's one thing I want to pray. You know, he said, I am as strong now as 40 years ago. Can you imagine that? Can you sincerely say that you are as strong now as you were 10 years ago? Can I even say that? But this is a challenge. This is a man living in the Old Testament. But the promise kept him alive. And that's one thing I want to, to under, want us to understand that as long as you have internalized the purpose of God for your life, as long as you have internalized that mountain He wants you to possess, as long as you have internalized the dreams that God has given you, you are not going to age. You are not going to get old. You are going to be strong day by day. And you know we quote it as Your days are so shall be your strength. That is a f- It is possible, people. It is possible. It is completely possible. And all of us are going to work towards that. To be strong. It is the Lord that works in us both to will and to do of his good pleasure. In the name of Jesus, we are still able to take that promise. Remember, you will not die. I speak to you. I remember you will not die before you obtain that promise, before you obtain that purpose, before you obtain that destiny that God has created you for, before you obtain that dream that God has placed in your heart. You will not die. That's a tragedy. In the name of Jesus, it is not going to, that is not your portion in Christ Jesus. Jesus finished, and so we finish. Paul finished, and so you finish. In the name of Jesus, Jesus. Ramashanta say you will finish. Say I will finish. I know I might not have started, but God will give me speed. In the name of Jesus, it took Caleb 40 years to take his possession. It will not take me 40 years. I begin to speak because you are living in the New Testament. And there's something called acceleration. That is what f- grace is about. Grace is an accelerant. In the name of Jesus, it's going to accelerate you right now. In the name of Jesus, Rabashata, even if you have not found the purpose, but I tell you, as this day, before the month comes to an end, before the ne- month of September comes to an end, there is a dream that will rise up in your heart that is bigger than you because you are giving it thought and you are praying about it and in the name of Jesus I pray for you. I pray for you in the name of Jesus. Your, eye, the, your spirit is open wide to receive Your spirit is now open wide. Begin to speak in other tongues, people. Speak in other tongues, people. That's why we keep on saying speak in tongues. Because when you speak in tongues, the Holy Spirit was there when God was making you. Listen to this. The Holy Spirit was there when God was making you. So he knows the design. He knows the plan. He knows the purpose. And so when you pray, you are actually agreeing with the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is speaking out the things that concern you. Now can you begin to speak in other tongues? In the name of Jesus, Ramashandeke Sotoriba, li fradosha ka yana mako fradosho koto, le imbradosha matata yana lambradoshke labaka santa yana bradoshke, le imbradosha yana bradoshke lama ande, Zekata tatata tabosuto rimakinsata, lambradosha yana mako fradosha, le imbradosha yana mako is rising up within you, your purpose is rising up within you, your destiny is surfacing within you, that work you are made for is coming out, the mountain is, is rising up in your heart, it's finding you, your dream is finding you, you're walking into destiny, every day this week, uh, as you walk out, you walk into purpose. You walk into destiny. Your purpose will find you. Your destiny will find you. Your dream will find you. In the name of Jesus, be continue to speak in other tongues. No, 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 no. It's not too late. It's not too late. Oh, God is saying to someone, He said He's not giving your mouth. Into somebody else to climb, you will climb it and you will get there in the name of Jesus. uh, He's a merciful God. You say you have messed up, you have messed up, you have messed up, you have you you have messed up. No, 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 no. God says, I grace covers you. The blood of Jesus has redirected your path in the name of Jesus and you will still climb that mountain in the name of Jesus I want you to just lift up your hands before God and say I receive it I receive in this week. I walk into purpose in the name of Jesus. The Lord is ordering my footstep into destiny. In the name of Jesus, He's ordering my footstep into opportunities. In the mighty name of Jesus, He's ordering myself into the plans that He has made even before I was formed. My inheritance is mine in Christ Jesus. Ah, remember your inheritance has to be in you before you can be in the inheritance. In the name of Jesus and therefore this week I pray that your inheritance will be internalized in you everything that God has given you is yes and amen in the name of Jesus it's going deep down in you you are not going to step from the left from the right or run helter skelter the inheritance is in you and because it's in you you will possess it says the Spirit of the Lord. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. There's so much to learn from Caleb. So, so much to learn from Caleb. Somebody who took a mountain filled with giants at 85 years of age. At 85 years. And he's boldly saying, I was as strong now as I was 40 years ago, 45 years ago, 45 years ago. Hallelujah. This is a man living in an old covenant that knew how to lay hold of God's promises. How much more you, child of God, how much more us in the name of Jesus. The strength of the Lord is coming into every one of us right now. New strength is being released vigor vitality is being released in your body right now healing is coming over you is your right as you've internalized it i say healing is being released over you over that back pain over that headache over that migraine in the name of jesus somebody has an earache Your ear is paining you. It's really paining you. I speak your healing right now. In the name of Jesus. Healing is coming to you. It's your inheritance. In the name of Jesus. Somebody, your left shoulder. Your left shoulder, yes. Your left shoulder is paining you. You don't know why it's paining you. That left shoulder, healing is coming to it. You are being revitalized. Vitality. Is coming into your body strength energy vigor is coming all over you right now in the name of jesus healing healing power is overflowing that's where we start because there's so much work for you to do there's so much work for you to do mama there's so much work still ahead of you to do you cannot settle down now grace has come upon you you are taking your mountain nobody that is listening to me this morning i don't think anybody is 85 but even if you are 85 you can take hold of your purpose In the name of Jesus, thank you Father, we give you all the glory. In the mighty name of Jesus, we have prayed. Amen. I want you to begin to, this week, continue to pray that prayer. Open my eyes to know what my this mountain is. Because till you internalize that dream, that great dream which is your mountain, that inheritance, your specific inheritance that God has given you, you will not be able to step into it. So when we are praying on Wednesday, you are not going to be praying, give me this mountain. You are going to say, give me the education sector. Give me that school you promised me. Give me that place. Give me that family that you said is going to to change the world. You know specifically what God has called you to do. Give me that church. Give me that ministry that you told me will change the whole world. You are very definite about what you are praying about by Wednesday. And then we, then I'll complete this teaching as per Caleb. Then we will move into the mountains. I, I know some of you have heard me preach on the seven mountains like six years ago, seven years ago. But I'm preaching. I'm going to teach it in a different way. Very different way. With a view, you know, what we are doing right now is a time to contend. It's not just to pass on knowledge. It is to take possession. It is to take possession. That's what we do in contending. In contending, we take possession of what is, our, it is ours. We take possession of our inheritance. It's not just to gain knowledge. No, we gain the knowledge and use that knowledge to take possession of it. And so I'm teaching the seven mountains in a very different way. and tell you the kind of giants you will find in your mountains in this day and age. And how we will pray together and dispossess them. Praise the Lord. I don't want you to miss Wednesday. God bless you. Have a wonderful, wonderful day. And let me pray for you that the grace of God will rest upon you. You know, the grace of God is the favor of God. It's an accelerant. It's going to accelerate your work. This week in the name of Jesus. You are closer than your purpose than you have ever been. Because God, the grace of God is upon you in the name of Jesus. The grace of God is upon you in the name of Jesus. Some people you are going to have visions. I declare visions and dreams of your inheritance. And it will internalize in your heart and you will take hold of it in Jesus name. Thank you Father. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. God is awesome. God is so awesome. He's a merciful God and He's a good, good Father. Hallelujah. Have a wonderful day. Step into purpose. Step into destiny. Your footstep. know that anytime time you go out, it is ordered by God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, a God alone. Take all the glory and all the honor in Jesus' name. Amen.
1: There's no question of your greatness nor searching of your power Oh the wonder of your glory to you forty years is but one hour Your knowledge is all-encompassing, to your wisdom there is no end, oh, for you alone are God, you are God. Your mercy is everlasting. Your truth is here always. You are He who was and is and is to come. Who is He that can number your days? You flung the sun to burn in space. And the night's moon powers light from day. Oh, you alone, you're God, you're God, Elohim. You're everything I need. You are God alone. Now unto the King. No, until Around. come on come on come on press on in press on in I wish I had somebody that would help me press press ah, come on let's go into the holies of holies come on let's minister to him right now God we worship your name today God we give you glory and honor. hallelujah God there is none like you there's none like you I wish I just had a few folk that would open up their mouths and just begin to bless you come on give them the fruit of your lips don't tell him about your problems don't tell him about your troubles just begin to minister to our God come on open up your mouths everybody open up your mouths lift up those hands lift up those hands come on begin to minister to him minister to him tell him God you're God you're the only God you're the only true God you're altogether lovely you're altogether wonderful there is none like you God I blow kisses to you I want to embrace you I want to show you how much I love you come on for about 30 more seconds come on bless him